Pittsburgh, a city known for its brooding gothic horror. Between these three rivers flow rivers of blood, where they'll put french fries on your sandwich at Pramani Brothers or blood in your vodka at Elysium. This is the Stream of Blood podcast, and you're listening to Vampires of Pittsburgh, our ongoing Vampire the Masquerade Chronicle. I'm Jared Logan, the storyteller, and I'm joined by Thomas Middleditch as Miles Vanderbuck, Ross Bryant as Curtis Krieger, and Ashley Birch as Jen Brown. You can watch our game streamed every week at twitch.tv forward slash stream of blood. Drink deeply, my friends, and enjoy. Hi, and welcome to Stream of Blood. I'm your host, Jared Logan, uh, your host and storyteller tonight, because you have tuned in to episode 10 of our gothic punk saga, Vampires of Pittsburgh. Miles, <laughs> sorry, Thomas, your character, Miles, got everybody into kind of a predicament at the very end of the last episode. Are you at all nervous or worried or anxious uh, to destroy enemies or... Well, we'll see. I cer- I, uh, there was certainly an introduction of uh, new elements, what with uh, the prince touching the memories of the photos I gave her. Yeah. Uh, we'll see what, what elements of my wallet she reacted to. Who knows? Could be my credit card. Uh, tonight's, tonight's entire session is going to be just a slow inventory of Miles's wallet. Um, <laughs> we're going to see Adelaide uh, use Spirit's Touch on like a, uh, a, a subway, uh, get a free sub card. Um, and she's going to be like, the sandwich artist has cancer. Uh, all right, uh, guys, it's time to get into the game. Are we ready to go? Yeah. Oh yeah. Baby. All right, then let's get pink and let's begin with a little bit of a recap uh, to uh, build on what our friend Thomas has just told us. Uh, I, I, let me go back to the beginning of last session because a lot happened. You found yourself at the garage facing a mysterious coterie led by a kindred, a vampire named Buddy, and Buddy had made you an offer uh, rather than destroy you guys. Uh, you know, have a horrible fight where there'd probably be big losses on both sides, maybe mostly your side. He offered to make you a deal. He would give over Stu Headley, AKA the Barfly, the Anarch uh, vampire that you'd been chasing for several episodes. Uh, in exchange, he wanted to uh, have one of his uh, coterie members use their dominate to erase your memories so that you wouldn't remember anything about him, his garage or his coterie. You would just know that you apprehended Stu. Um, Jen Brown uh, and, and the rest of the Coterie agreed to this, but Jen Brown, using her tech savvy or maybe just her innate sneakiness, got video of the uh, the proceedings as they were starting to mesmerize you guys, dominate you and make you forget. And she also very cleverly, if you recall, pretended that it was against her will. She said, kind of said into the phone like, no, please don't erase our memory. Um, and uh uh, the next thing you knew, uh, there was a blank in your memory. Everything went dark. And when you woke up again, you were in uh, an apartment, uh, kind of a, a backup haven of this coterie you had been investigating and fighting. 
your uh, mortal companion was there with you. Ruby, uh, Curtis's pit bull was there with you. And you and you had different memories than, than what had previously happened in our previous episodes. You now remember tracking Stu to this apartment and capturing him here. Uh, you returned to Elysium to tell them the good news. You had various interactions with uh, various of your adoptive sires, Churchill Jackson, the sheriff of Pittsburgh, Adelaide Ross, the prince of Pittsburgh. Um, and um, and you had to meet before the entire Primogen Council and, and tell them what happened. Um, everybody sort of believed your story. Um, they weren't 100. It seemed that some people had some doubts about your performance in this mission. People were asking questions about why you had attacked uh, the biker gang head on, why you had, you know, made certain decisions in the way you tackled this mission. But ultimately, the other kindred in Elysium were celebrating you. Uh, they they were starting to have a, a, a revel or a blood rave, as we called it, to celebrate <laughs> your victory in bringing back this known Anarch, uh, who, whom you had brought back in a suitcase, by the way, because his coterie had brutally sawed him to pieces. Um, but then something interesting happened at the end. And the interesting thing that happened was that Miles, uh, you know, having some time with his adopted sire, the, pr the Prince Adelaide, uh, they, they came to sort of an understanding about uh, goals and, and loyalty. And she took him down to where Stu uh, was being interrogated, uh, horribly tortured in the sub-basement of the U.S. Steel Building. And during this scene, Miles found the photo in his pocket that he had stolen from the garage, a photo he had pulled out of a frame in the garage that showed two little boys uh, that looked to be in the early half of the 20th century, a black and white photo. And it said, uh, Jake and Buddy. 1937, I believe, was the, the date on that photo. And he handed it to Adelaide Ross, who had told you that she has a power that only some vampires possess that allows her to pick up the psychic resonance of certain objects. And in that moment, she held it up and she said, I see, I see. And that's where we begin tonight. Adelaide has the photo in her hand. She's holding it to her forehead like Kreskin because she loves <laughs> drama. She loves a dramatic moment. And she's shaking and her eyes kind of go white. The pupils sort of go colorless for a moment. It's a very creepy uh, moment. And then she says, I see two boys who became two men. I taste such devotion, such love unbreakable loyalty to love that is strong and cold like steel and there's another flavor vitae and she looks right to miles and she goes who is buddy Yes, is as good as mine. Because I don't um, remember this, right? This is your memory was wiped, but yeah. when certain things come up from a uh, hidden or or that break a false memory, sometimes you get a chance to break through that through that that domination. So when she says the name Buddy, let's see if suddenly your memories start come flooding back. Please roll an intelligence plus resolve roll and tell me how many successes you get. 
that is my forte. Wait, did I just not save my file right, or do I have zero hunger for for some reason? Oh, yeah, you do. Her wrist. Okay, great. Yeah, you just had you just had a a I'm sip of Adelaide. An unobst- an uncontested seven. Just no hunger. Just seven. Success by three. Wow, that's great. Okay, so you got three successes. So what I'm going to let you do is you can tell her three things. Suddenly these memories start coming back and it's like almost kind of painful. And uh, suddenly your buddy, yes, you know someone named Buddy. Like, And you, you can tell me three, you can tell her three things you remember about him. <laughs> but don't say, uh, the first thing is seven, and then say seven sentences. Like you remember <laughs> three details. Right. Ah. Buddy, um, uh, he's, he's, he's at the bike shop. He's a shadow person and, and he knows him. And I point to our bike. Yes. Uh, and now, uh, the, the, the ghoul that was torturing the barfly and Churchill and, uh, and, and Adelaide, I think Churchill's down here too. They all kind of are like looking around at each other. And then Adelaide uh, says, um, round up the fledglings and I want them searched. Uh, take this one, too. And she points to Miles. And now, like, uh, Churchill and the ghoul are approaching you, Miles, and trying to escort you back to the elevator. Nothing I can do. Hands up. And let them leave me. Okay. Um, I, I yeah. can say to Adelaide, though, like... Okay, I mean, we, we, we brought the butterfly. She says, everything is fine, darling. You have to trust me. Do you trust me? Of course I do. <laughs> oh, no. Um, uh, they take you into the elevator, and uh, upstairs, uh, one of the ghouls like gets like a... And he's like, yeah, okay. Uh, and he walks into the room where you were all awaiting some kind of entertainment on an old television set and he's like um, you two you have to come with me where are we going um, we're going to the conference room uh, and so he's taking you into the conference room uh, where you spent several nights uh, early in the game like uh, kind of locked in with uh, some dead bodies it was not it was not a great night. And some of you actually took stains to your humanity that night. So it wasn't a great, a great time for you. Uh, and he's telling you to go inside. And when you, uh, I mean, he, he, he can point the way to you. It's kind of like down and across the hall. And he's kind of trying to usher you that way. And you see other ghouls in their security outfits kind of approaching you. And the other kindred are kind of staring at you with like, what's happening? Something weird just happened. This is not how the night was supposed to go. What's going on? Are we, are we going to be, how long are we going to be in there? What do you got? I don't know. I'm just following orders. Yeah. Uh You, the elevator opens and, uh, Churchill and, uh, the, the torturer ghoul that was down in the sub basement and miles get out of the elevator. What's going Uh, on? What's going on? Miles? Well, what do you remember about last night? It was last night. What do you, what do you get? It was like, yeah, it was, it was, it was not like, yeah, it was last night. In our minds, it was. In your minds, yeah. We went to I the don't know. garage, we went to the apartment we were told to go to, and we, we, we got it. We yeah, just yeah. know what a guy, we brought him here. What's going on? 
That's what I remember too. That's what I remember. You hear Churchill uh, say, I want them thoroughly searched. Uh, I mean, make them strip down completely. What? I'm a, I'm a sister. Do Take her into a separate room. Um, and uh, so they are separating you and they are making you undergo a search. You guys can now take action if you would like to try to change what's happening or hide, conceal some of the things that you have on you. You can let me know or if you have a, a, another idea I haven't thought of. Well, so what is the situation right now? We're being taken into. Are we currently in three separate rooms? No, I'm going to say that they are now, you know, the ghouls are moving toward you. Churchill's watching you. The rest of the kindred of Elysium are coming out and watching you. So it's not, you know, you're kind of on display right now until you get into those those rooms. I mean, I really want to hide the phone. Right. And, um, um, you know, the, the problem is, does Jen remember the phone? Well, the phone happened before we went to the garage. Because I took she it. You know, she's not supposed to have it. She I know I'm not supposed know. to have it and I want to keep it, but I don't know that the video is on it. That's a really good point. Jen knows that she's not supposed to have a phone because the Camarilla frowns upon technology. So if Jen is worried that having this phone will get her into huge trouble, she can do something about that now. I want to talk to Miss Sonia. Um, that's an interesting idea. Um, she's certainly among the uh, watching kindred who are mulling about. So would you like to try to, you know, she's kind of in the back kind of watching everyone. And, you know, Roman and Willow and some of the other kindred that you met last week, they're kind of more in the forefront watching you. And the ghouls are definitely like, come on, like they're like saying right now. So you have to you have to make a plea to her or communicate with Miss Sonia somehow. Um, so I can see her. You can. Yes, she's in the back of the room. Um, can I notice that Jen's having a I know that Jen has the phone on her. I don't want to get in trouble. Yeah. Can I even if it requires a little performance or if it's the real thing, kind of start resisting and making a little bit of a distraction? Like, hang on, I'm 62. I've been 20 years in a union. You don't take my clothes off. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, absolutely you can. I think that's subterfuge and I think you could add pitiable. <laughs> So that's an extra die. Right. Uh, is it <laughs> is it with charisma or manipulation or anything? That's a good point. Um, I think it's with manipulation. Oh, yeah. Uh, three successes. That is enough uh, to give Jen a moment to do something. So, Jen, Miss Sonia is there. If you'd like to rush and communicate with her, you won't be noticed for a moment. Or if you'd like to do something else. You have your you see that Miles has given you your your opportunity. Is there any sort of place I could stash it that I won't be seen you know, around me immediately around me? Elysium is dark. It is filled with nooks and crannies. It's sort of the point of it. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like a it's a dark kind of a velvety club atmosphere here on the uh, 60th floor. So, yes, um, to uh, to be specific. Um, there's probably like a place you could wedge it into some molding kind of behind a, a curtain. I would like to do that. Okay, great. I think that I still want a roll from you because this is kind of a crucial moment uh -huh. uh, for you. So the role that I would like is could you please give me, um, I think, a wits plus stealth roll. Shit. Okay. My hunger is three. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, your hunger probably is still three. 
Son of a bitch. Come on. Fuck. Total failure. Oh, a total failure. Okay. So you are kind of like trying to, you know, kind of find a place to hide this when all of a sudden, like Miss Sonia approaches you. And she, because she saw you kind of eyeing her in the back of the room and she's like, what is it you have to tell me, darling? You only have a moment. I have something that Adelaide can't find. Give it to me and she will not find it. You won't like what it is. Ah, uh, well, uh, better me than her. <laughs> There's important information on there. Can I get it back? Or are you going to keep it? You and I have an understanding, do we not? Yes. Mm. Yes, give it to me. Adelaide won't find it. I don't have a choice. I give it to her, I guess. You hand Miss Sonia the phone. Uh, and she, is, for her part, is like, uh, just like, so you like watch her and she's so good at acting like she wasn't even talking to you like she's like brushes past you and it's like watching what's going on with miles and it's like very good acting but but really um, in her mind she's going i know who can see this with such tiny buttons you need a <laughs> right um okay <laughs> So um, I want to remind the players that you do have your willpower back. So if you fail a roll, you can re-roll it. But I think um, failure is so interesting. And yeah. I think that the moment we just had made things more intricate in a very rich and fulfilling way. So uh, <laughs> Miss Sonia, Sonia has that phone. Um, I want to know what... Uh, What's next? Are you guys going to allow yourselves now to be taken into the various rooms? Um, I, feel as I, get, I feel as though I got nothing to hide, but I don't want to be, I don't want to be tortured like this guy. Um, you just want, you just want to search us. Um, Churchill looks at you and goes, you'll just be searched. Just pat me down right here, right now. Get in the conference room, Protus. Okay. Are, Look, the, are the ghouls doing it? Um, right. So, um, yes, the ghouls are doing it. Uh, and you know, they are professional about it, of course. And, um, uh, does anybody have anything on them other than like, I mean, I know miles has his wallet and his cards. Uh, Curtis, do you have anything on you? You have a, yeah, a gun, oh, I think a still mm -hmm. and a knife. Okay. I, I mean, about how, uh, about how vampire damage heals. Like if you, for example, for example, if someone had a pretty serious dog bite that they healed, even though it was healed a day later, would there be any residue of that? Yeah. So if it healed, it, it heals almost instantly yeah. and there would not be residue. Yeah. I realize um, what I do have are the stakes from the back of Churchill Jackson's ghoul's car, a ghoul that <laughs> Churchill Jackson doesn't want people to know that he has. Oh, interesting. Um, well, yeah, you have them like in your purse or something like that, don't you? I have a tote. A tote, right? Sorry. Okay, so <laughs> they are, uh, yeah, they they go through your tote and they they're well, you know these ghouls are like pulling out and showing to Churchill. Go ahead. Oh, are we all in the same room? Um, I think that they've actually taken you into separate rooms. All three of you are each in a separate room. Is it just me and a ghoul? It is you and a ghoul. Yes. Okay, do I have any juice left in me to command this person not to do something? Or am I, I, I remember failing a bunch of times last time. I believe uh, you failed a bunch of times. So, so, so you've probably used up 
okay. you know, whatever blood you'd imbibe to, tr- to attempt that. But, you know, uh, beyond your powers, you, you, you have, you know, you, you're a pretty charismatic gal yourself, Jen Brown. Would you like to attempt uh, this without uh, vampire blood uh, sure. empowering it? Yeah. Because I would remember that was at the, would I remember? Yeah, I would remember that those are associated with Churchill, I think, right? Um, I can't that, remember now in the timeline if I would. Like, well, for a you, you actually wouldn't. Um, but yeah, you, I wouldn't. They, they yeah, but you know what? Yeah. As things come up, I will give you the same thing that I gave Miles. Suddenly, all of these, if these stakes start coming out of your start coming out of your toe you're going to be like wait a second and you're going to have an you're going to have an opportunity to remember but if you're trying to conceal them beforehand probably you don't remember yeah i'll just see them being taken out and be confused can i say that that i'm that i am like this isn't my first time being searched either in a with an altercation with the police or in a halfway house or in a like group home or a or night in jail so it's like jacket off Knife on the conference table. <laughs> slide out, slide out, put, put pistol down. But then I look at the magazine and I notice through the little kind of sl- metal window on the side of the magazine that this was loaded. And a couple of these bullets are gone. I don't remember firing this gun. Intelligence plus resolve roll, Curtis. Total failure. Really? Yeah. Okay. So it is a mystery to you. You're like, what, how can I, how can I forget firing a gun? Seems like a pretty important moment in one's life, especially if it happened recently. And I can tell you, Curtis, you're used to not, you're used to firearms enough that you can tell there's still like, you know, just a very faint whiff of cordite and things like that on the weapon. So, um, you are truly puzzled by this. Um, Miles, uh, when they are searching you, and we are going to come back to Jen Brown, but Miles, when they are searching you, is there anything that you're trying to hide or hold back or anything you're trying to say to the ghoul who's searching you? No. I, okay. I just other than like, take it quick, goddammit, I'm a senior citizen. <laughs> Great. Um, they actually do get all of your um, your like cards and stuff out of your wallet, and, they're, and it's like, it is kind of ridiculous. It's like, you still have like your super saver shopper card, you know, like your CVS uh, member and like stuff like that. My and doc workers the, union card, but it is expired. But I still yeah. Doc workers union. And, and uh, they're kind of like looking over at each other as they pull these things out, like kind of quizzically at each other. And now finally we do come back to Jen Brown and Jen, uh, we said that you probably couldn't remember that the stakes were there. So when the uh, ghouls pull that, there is a moment of like, Holy shit, why are you holding this? Is there mm-hmm. something you want to say? Something you want to do? Do I get to try to see if I remember anything? You certainly do. Give me okay. an uh, intelligence plus resolve roll. Okay. I gotta eat something. These hunger die are killing me. Fuck. Total it failure. Your vodka blood. Total failure. Okay. Total failure. So again, you're like, I, I don't, you know, you're like, you don't know where these came from. You have uh-huh. no idea. Um, and so they've got that, um, you didn't have any other technology on you. you you had it all back at your Haven, I think. Yeah, I don't think so. I think it was just the phone. Okay, great. Um, in a little while, you guys are brought back out of these rooms, um, and you're taken into the big kind of like audience room and, and Churchill is there. Uh, and he's like, 
we're going to detain you for a little while while we try to make sense of what's going on. Detain us for what? Well, obviously, you either haven't told us uh, the full story of what happened to you, or it's possible that you don't know what has happened to you. Well, we believe that you may have been manipulated. Ah. Manipulated okay. how? Certain kindred have the ability to alter one's memories. Remembering the stakes. Uh, okay. So Are you absolutely certain there's nothing else that you want to tell me right now? Because this is your last chance to come clean. We told Look you me everything. in the eye and tell me you don't know where those wooden stakes came from, Jen Brown. I have no idea. I think you need to give him a charisma plus persuade roll. Okay. And make sure those hunger dice are part of it. Okay. God damn. One success. What about you, Curtis? Anything you want to tell me? I, I don't know what to tell you. I, I've told you everything I know. It's, it's not very complicated. Can I? I mean, there's something. There's something. Something that doesn't make sense. What? I, did I? None of you fired my. You didn't take any shots. I know you didn't take any shots with my pistol. No, I haven't. We haven't touched it. What are you talking about? I got, I got rounds missing, and I don't remember firing. There are stakes in my bag. I have no idea how they got there. Does the name Buddy ring a bell to you guys? Buddy. Buddy. Um, Adelaide Ross comes gliding into the room with Miss Sonia behind her and some of the other Pittsburgh primogen. Um, and uh, um, Adelaide says, yes, Buddy. Who is Buddy? That is the question we're all trying to answer. Can anybody else tell me? Buddy. Ring a bell? Can I get another Does crack it? at that roll? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to let you have another crack at that role. Intelligence plus resolve. I'm going to tell you that, though, since we've already established you're having trouble connecting with these memories, you need at least two successes to get anything. I'm not having trouble connecting. Maybe it could ring more bells for me. Yeah, <laughs> Miles, you're, ha you're, 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 I think you're going to need a new, some kind of new stimulus other than that name to get you, get you uh, thinking. But go ahead, uh, Curtis and Jen. You can try again. Just Three one success. Oh. Three from you. Ah, very good. Curtis, Buddy. you can remember three things about Buddy. Yes. Wait. Buddy. It was, he's, he, said he, he, he said he wasn't an anarchy. He said he was an independent operator. What? And it, and it was... He's, he 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 gave Stu to us in ex in exchange. All I remember is fire. Now that is interesting. Um, Miss Sonia pulls out the photograph that uh, Miles handed to Adelaide earlier, and he's like. She is like, uh, Mr. Vanderbuck, where didn't you get 
this photograph. And now, Miles, you can roll intelligence plus resolve again. All right. Okay. Four successes. Uh, four successes is a lot. And now I'm going to say, Miles, you suddenly are like, it's like, yeah, exactly. It's like scanners, like suddenly like a lot starts flooding back. And I'm going to go ahead and say that Miles, you have now reconnected uh, with uh, a lot of your memory from that night. Some of it might still be patchy. I might still make you roll later, but for now, assume that you remember what actually happened in that, in that uh, garage. Okay. Coming back now. Uh, the primogen look at each other, and Churchill's like, "This is definite domination." Listen, um, uh, we went there searching for the barfly. Our cover got blown pretty quickly, and uh, we were attacked by a lot of folks. I had to run myself up deeper into their compound, which is where I found that photo. But we were outmatched. And when this fellow buddy revealed himself as, as they say, some kind of shadow vampire, <laughs> he, he added... Wait, a, I'm sorry. Could you stop for a moment, Mr. Van Vanderbuck? Some sort of shadow vampire? I don't know what you people are or what different types of people you can be, but he was, uh, it was like he was in the shadows. It was like he was part of the darkness. Oh, dear. Go ahead. Tell us more. Anyway, he let us go. He said, well, all he said was we wanted a bar fire, which was true. That's close. And I'm appealing to everybody. That's what all you people want us to do. And then we, he said, we could go with the bar fire and they cut off all his goddamn arms and legs. If, he, if we just agree to get in our memory wipe. And so he said, okay, because what else are we going to do? Find some goddamn shadow person. Uh, Dr. Orman, who's kind of standing in the back of the room, goes, they they were dealing with anarchs. They were making deals with anarchs. Uh, and Adelaide's like, quiet, Dr. Orman. Yes, this is an interesting development. you got to understand, we didn't, we didn't keep this from you. We're all just remembering it now. Hell, look at Jen. She can hardly even tell if I'm telling the truth. What it happened, Emma? Yeah, Jen's getting a little freaked out and I think basically is like, are you just saying that someone fucked with our minds? Mm -hmm. They erased our memories? You fuckers can do that? Yes. I mean, uh, it's one of the best tools to preserve the masquerade, Miss Brown. The blood has many gifts and all of them are awful. All right. We're going to keep you detained uh, for now. Um, but uh, you'll be given rooms on a lower floor. Um, uh, I'm going to put guards on those doors. And I want you all to behave yourselves while we figure out what we're going to do with you. Detained. Man, doesn't come as a surprise. You do exactly what you people want here, and then you throw us in jail. God damn it. Nice. Like, hobble over to where they want me to go. Are you ever going to let us go? Under what conditions will we be let go? Adelaide kind of interrupts Churchill and is like, uh, 
that remains to be seen. We have to decide. We have to decide what we think of this. We don't know what we think of this yet. Okay, off with you. Um, and uh, again, ghouls sidle up to you. Churchill's kind of standing behind the ghouls with his arms crossed, and he's waiting for you guys to play ball and go to your go to your room. Hmm. Yeah. Miles grum- grumpily acquiesces. Can I look at Miss Sonia and try to get a read on her? Miss I mean, Sonia, she can probably hide whatever she wants from me. But. Yeah, give me an give me a uh, intelligence plus insight role when you're looking at Miss Sonia. Okay. Do, 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 do. Don't fuck me, hunger die. Two successes. She gives you an almost imperceptible, significant look. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, what does it mean? <laughs> significant look. We could, we could be bad. <laughs> <laughs> Might be. This is going to help you or kill you. Um, okay. I'm going to oh. sort of storm off, but as I'm doing it, I'm going to take another bottle of booze from the uh, liquor cabinet or whatever, the oh. bar. Okay. Uh, you, you can do that. Um, and they take you downstairs where they have taken, you know, it's like an office. And then you go into the back of this office and where the executive offices would be around like the edge of the building uh, with like the big bay windows. They've set up little apartments in some of them. So you go through this cubicle maze and then you go into like these large offices that are set up with like, you know, a bed, uh, not a big one, but it looks pretty comfortable. And like, I mean, it's very bare bones because kindred don't really need a lot of the creature comforts of humans or at least... They think that they don't. So, um, and uh, you are about to be locked in. The ghouls are shutting the doors on you. Um, you can accept this or you can act. And uh, I'm not trying to sway you either way. Maybe you, maybe you let the, you roll the dice here and see what comes back. What's the landscape right now? Is it just the three of us and those three ghouls and no one else? Um, that's correct. Do yeah, I see? That's correct. Can we um, see any? Can we see each other? You can see each other, and you see that you're each getting your own room. It's almost like the kind of a corridor in a hotel. You're kind of looking at each other, so you'll have you'll share walls, um, okay. and um, you know also that there are ghouls posted back at the elevator as well. So you've got like five ghouls on this floor with you. Can I take a swig of the booze? And I don't know if I don't know if it will still work, but can I? say to the ghoul you're gonna leave my cell unlocked you'll act as if you're standing guard but you're gonna leave my cell unlocked why would i do that can i use the power is it gone (laughs) Um, well let's see i mean you uh you tried earlier um you said you just grabbed some uh some Maybe you grab blood and vodka because mm-hmm. you said you were grabbing things from the bar. Let's see if you let's see if you were bright enough to do that. Give me an intelligence uh, plus subterfuge roll. And my hunger has not gone down, right? It ha- it has now if you if you've grabbed this blood. Let's see if you thought to grab blood and vodka. We, we established that Jen was a little tipsy being a yeah. thin blood. She can get tipsy. So maybe she's, you know, missed a step here. What was it? I'm sorry. Intelligence plus subterfuge. Subterfuge. Okay. Come on, Jenny. Two successes. You remember to drink. 
you remember to grab some phlegmatic blood and you get some vodka. So the whole way down to this this room cell, you were kind of swigging both. And so you now may make a charisma plus dominate roll. So that'll be your charisma plus one pip for the blood you've just imbibed that temporarily gives you dominate. Okay. Dominate. Two successes. Yeah, all right. Just, yeah. Yeah, okay. (laughs) And he's got his back to you, but he has not locked that door. Okay. And he, is it, is it a one trick pony thing? He's not still dominated, I'm guessing. Well, compel doesn't, I mean, it's not like, it's not like mesmerize where you can go like, go downstairs Get it, you yeah. know, get it. Something from somebody else. Come back up here. It's kind of like um, in the moment it sort of works. But if this guy doesn't notice that the door's unlocked and he doesn't think of it later, then uh, you, you, you may have you may have pulled this off. Let's see how smart our friend the ghoul is. And I'm not going to tell you how smart he is. OK. OK. The doors are shut. Miles and Curtis's doors are locked um, and it is getting near dawn. Um, So is there something that you are trying to do before dawn, Jen Brown? Because I I can tell you. Oh, go ahead, uh, Curtis. Yes. You knock on the on the on the face on the the wall that separates uh, me from the next member of the crew and see if I can communicate through it. Uh, Yeah. I mean, it's an office wall. It's not a. Paper it's not thing. that thick. Yeah, you 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 can probably be heard if you want to communicate. You okay in there? Who, Who is it? To? Yeah. <laughs> I'm him, it's Jedi. Oh, okay. <laughs> what about the other side? <laughs> can I try to do the I'm, same thing? I'll try to find yeah, of them. course. Okay. I try I think one it does time. Go, I think it does go. Um, I think it's I think it's uh, uh Curtis in the middle, uh, Miles on one side, Jen on the other. Okay. Can I speak without being heard by the ghouls? Um, you can if you give me a, uh, I think it's subterfuge again, but okay. I, I, I want it to be, huh, which, this is a weird one, stamina plus subterfuge to see if you okay. can kind of like be quiet in how you talk and like get it across. Okay. Also, the sun is going to be coming up soon. Now, now Two these- successes. Two successes. Okay, yeah, you can communicate with him for the time being without rousing any suspicion. Okay, I'm gonna say, um, my door's unlocked. What? The door's unlocked. All right. Don't do I, I don't know what to don't do, do now. Don't do anything crazy. <laughs> okay, don't do anything crazy. Even if you get out, you're gonna, it's a whole building full of these people. Wait. They don't trust us right now, but I mean, they might get our trust. I don't know what the. I can't even trust my own fucking head. What if you could get out? What? You could just get out the window, right? You won't die. You float. I saw it. Assuming I can, yeah, yeah. Assuming I can rip down whatever they, they've they've covered the windows. I'm sure. Absolutely, yeah. They're not so, executing you, so right, these so are blacked out windows. Mm-hmm. Is it blacked out with something I could, in theory, take down? I mean, y- you could, uh, in theory, rip down the things they've used to black out the windows, but you might be com- committing kindred suicide. Mm-hmm. Don um, is going to be here in, let's see. Don will be here in. And we kind of know that, right? We're getting sleepy. We can feel it. Yeah. Kind of yeah. I mean, it's, it, yeah. Let me tell you exactly how many minutes, because you guys would have clocks. 
Don is going to be here in about 50 minutes. Okay. Five zero. Five zero. Oh. Mm-hmm. Five zero. When I pushed that guy out the window, I did it to earn their trust because I could tell they didn't trust us very much. I don't think we've won it back yet. Curtis, what do you think is going to happen? You think me jumping out the window is going to win it anymore? The do you think we're going to get out dog. of this alive? Guys, guys, guys. You run away now. They're just going to think you're guilty. Exactly. And you're going to have the whole, I don't know, what do you call these guys? Vampire brigade breathing down your necks. Just play it cool. Play it cool. We didn't do anything wrong. From what I remember, we still did the right thing. We still but that fucking up. matters to them. If it doesn't matter to them, then they'll kill us anyway. Right now, we got to look like we got nothing to hide. Kill us anyway, Curtis, Jen. We're already dead. <laughs> <laughs> Don't remind me. Um, kill us anyway, we're already dead is a perfect place to uh, <laughs> move on a little bit. And uh, now we're not moving many minutes on before. Uh, I mean, now it's like 30 minutes till dawn. And um, you um, suddenly your door opens, Jen Brown, and Miss Sonia is standing there. Wait, it hasn't. We haven't slept yet. Nope. You have like oh. thirty minutes till dawn. Miss Sonia just kind of walks into your room. Hi. Hello, dear. I looked at your phone. Well, it's not your phone. It belonged to the woman Brenda, didn't it? Yeah. And are you aware that you took footage of yourself being dominated? No. And in that footage, you plead with them not to do it. I knew I could trust you. Tomorrow night, Adelaide will order a team sent during the day to this garage to investigate it and rate it. You three will not be part of that team. But since we can trust each other, I'll tell you that during the day today, I'm going to send a team to that garage and see if there's anything interesting there for Miss Sonia and her friend Jen Brown. Things that they can perhaps use to to help the cause of the Camarilla in Pittsburgh. I just wanted to drop by and thank you. It's important to show gratitude, don't you think, honey? Yeah, sure. (laughs) (laughs) Sonia, about Mm. that phone. I really must get upstairs. (laughs) But yes, honey. About that phone. Mm. It was useful, right? Yes. Yes, rules are meant to be broken, aren't they? I would think so. I don't suppose I'll be seeing it again, will I? Oh, no. Um, But I think that you and I will be breaking all sorts of rules in the future. (laughs) all right good night dear your rest is important oh i brought you some more blood 
And she puts another <laughs> oh. bottle down. Thanks, Miss Sonia. <laughs> You're welcome, dear. <laughs> Good night, boys. Good night, Miss Dad. Yeah. <laughs> um, the sun rises. The sun sets. Our coterie will make their rouse rolls. Please roll. Uh, oh, and uh, Jen, I think that your your hunger is down to two at the end mm -hmm. of that night. So if you fail your rouse roll now, it's back to three. Um, and I, I think everybody else, well, where are you hunger-wise, Curtis? Two. Okay. Um, I think that it's fair to say that you may have been, well, you have a little more trouble drinking the, the bottled blood yeah. because you are a full kindred and not a thin blood. But mm -hmm. um. Yeah, I want you to say it too. So, can I get rouse rolls from uh, the three vamps? <laughs> I fail. So you're up to three, Curtis. Mm -hmm. Do I stay at zero then? You, uh, I'm gonna let you stay at zero right now. I got that hot wrist blood. Yeah, I will say that um, in your slumber, you since becoming a, uh, one of the kindred, you have not had many dreams miles except for the one when you almost died uh if you'll recall and tonight uh i'm sorry today the dream that you've had uh involved adelaide you and uh uh it, it just it was just kind of thinking about her you were just kind of thinking about her the entire time that you slumbered um but now you're all awake um and um the uh, ghouls come to you and um, they bring you the nasty bottled blood. Not nasty to Jen Brown. She doesn't mind it at all. Uh, and uh, they tell you that you're supposed to stay put. Is there I'm anything of interest in the room? Sorry. Yeah, there. Uh, uh, no, it's OK. Um, In the room. I mean, not really like they don't even allow you to have like a TV in these rooms. Um, there's like a couple beaten up old paperbacks. Uh, your room has a Harry Potter book in it, Jen Brown. <laughs> Which one? Uh, it's Order of the Phoenix. <laughs> so um, I go to the ghoul and I'm just like, how long are we going to fucking be here? Can I talk to Jackson? Can I talk to Mr. Jackson? Do I look like I'm in charge? Do I look like I have the answers to those questions? <laughs> I mean, you want me to get a message to Jackson? Yeah, I appreciate it. Well, what's in it for me? What do you need? I'd like a sip. <laughs> I just hand him I I hand him the blood bottle. Nah man, get that shit away from me. <laughs> Give me a Look, sip. Real stuff. <laughs> no sip, then you owe me a favor. And I want you to help me out sometime, okay? Yeah, all right. I'll help you out sometime. I'm Aaron. Curtis. Oh. All right. I'll tell Jackson you want to see him, but I can't promise he's coming. I just, I need him to take my dog out. <laughs> <laughs> or bring her up here. The dog has be, is being taken care of. Our masters are cruel and bloodthirsty. But they're not monsters. They are taking care of your dog. That's At least I think they are not eating it. Okay. I'll go talk to Churchill Jackson. 
Um, and uh, so anybody else have anything they want to say to these uh, really stellar conversationalists, the ghoul jailers <laughs> that are watching over you? Can I tell if my door is still unlocked? Your door is still unlocked. <laughs> my ghoul's a dummy. Hmm. Yeah. And now there's only two ghouls. Um, I'm just, where are we within the steel building? You are, um, yeah, yeah. You, you know that you went down to like the 58th floor. Um, you were at the 60th before. Um, uh, and so now you're down on the 58th floor where they've set up a couple rooms for guests. Um, well, I don't want to do it without the sign off of everyone else. Um, Miles, do you have anything you want to do? I mean, there's nothing in the room. I'm being guarded. No. <laughs> I think, I think of my daughter, and I, I hope to goodness I, I said goodbye in the right terms, and I think about that bonehead dope that she's with, how one day I'd really like to suck him dead. <laughs> Great. Um, yeah, it's the most exciting wait-in-a-room adventure I've ever designed. Um, but then Churchill Jackson shows up. Uh, and he's like, he goes right to Curtis's door and the ghouls unlock it. And he says, I was told you wanted to speak to me. I was just, um, hoping that I could get some canine companionship in here. You want me to bring your dog? Yeah. And I also, we yeah. But I also want you to know that you can trust us. You already know that they, we didn't, we didn't let them do this to us. It was the way that we could extract ourselves from the situation. You know, Curtis, you probably are worried that we are uh, going to stake you guys on the roof. Let the sun have its way with you. But I'm actually impressed. Really? I mean, from the perspective of some of the other primogen, this is foobar. But, yeah. Let me tell you what I think is going to happen to you. They're going to send in the day shift to look at this garage. Day shift, they work for the Camarilla leadership here in Pittsburgh. They're a group of police officers who are unaware they're actually working for the Camarilla. They, they think they're vampire hunters. TJ Cope. Feeds them their intel, and then they head into havens that we want destroyed, vamps killed, staked, and, uh, you know, uh, keep it all under wraps for us. I think that's going to happen. And then afterwards, I'm going to try to see to it that y'all are signed to mop-up duty. And what exactly would that entail? It's a shit duty. Um, you'll go into the location after the mortal police have been through it, but sometimes there are clues that are significant to Kindred that aren't significant to the cops. You walk around that garage one more time, see if there's anything that jogs your memory. Hopefully you can find something because, um, you know, I'm not sure how much else I can do for you right now. Any uh, opportunity for advancement in this uh, 
entry level position. Right. So far, it's not looking good. But I'll do what I can. I think you guys were given a bad deal. I remember what it was like when I was turned. I'm sorry it didn't go another way. And he starts to leave. And he has left. Mm -hmm. um, Did I hear all that? Um, I think that you uh, could. I think that you heard it. I think that you heard it. Okay, I'll uh, go to whatever side is Curtis's. <laughs> you okay? Can't help the feeling that I've disappointed father. That guy's an asshole. I don't know. He's just doing his job, right? That's what we're all doing. Our jobs. Door's still open, you know. There's only two ghouls now. We don't yeah. have to stay here. You hear what happens? The vampires who get on their bad side, they wind up staked on the roof. What I might not be alive, but I want to stay whatever this is as long as I can. You really want to get out of here? What, what next? What happens, what happens tomorrow night and the night after that? Where do you go? You got a family to go to? You think they won't suck every last one of them? <laughs> what, you got a second home? Some of us ain't so lucky. That guy, Buddy. You guys said he was... You said he was an independent? I, I, I remember him. He, he didn't say he was an anarch. He said he was unaffiliated. So not everyone is under the thumb of the camera. I don't know if he's lying to us either, but maybe. Okay. Um, the night passes. They, they're, they're not letting you out right now. They, you know, they're, they're making you wait even longer. Um, and uh, eventually, um, you receive word from uh, Churchill uh, through one of the ghouls, Curtis, that uh, he thinks he's arranged for you to go tomorrow night and do the mop-up duty he described. So unless anybody wants to take that open door, we'll move on to the next evening. On your feet. Churchill standing outside uh, of your rooms, cells, uh, and he's like, follow me. Uh, and he gets into the elevator. And I've got Ruby with me now? You do. Good. Yes. Uh, they brought her up to you later that, that, later that eve. We had a reconciliation. She had a dinner. Oh, oh, okay. Well, if, in that case, if you fed her, I want you to make another rouse roll. All right. I might be very hungry. <laughs> yes, you might. Success, thank goodness. Okay, great. Um, you get into the elevator with Churchill, and he's like, we're sending you back to the garage. We want the three of you to walk around, see if there's anything that uh, our investigation missed. Fully. Can I take, do I still have the, um, can I say that I still have the vodka with me? 
I think that you can. I think that okay, that's fair. That. And I think that there is a, there is time uh, if people have other uh, items or supplies that they would like to take with them or, uh, and they can ask questions. He tells you that um, a team of police officers was sent to the garage with a warrant uh, saying that uh, there was suspected human trafficking going on uh, inside of the garage. Um, and, uh, when they got there, there was a battle, uh, with the garage coterie that was happening, uh, at two o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, one of the kindred in the complex was destroyed. Uh, one they believe is in the wind and their ghoul, Jake Costa is in custody. So you're going to send us back to a place where the last time we were there, we got all of our memories wiped and you're just sending us. No, Detective Cope is going with you. Hold on. And the elevator stops and ding. And uh, TJ Cope kind of walks into the elevator. And he's like, hi, guys. <laughs> Good to see hi. you again. Excited to be working with you tonight. <laughs> yeah, all right. Good to see you, too. Wish the film was mutual. I uh, can I remember how many how many total vamps we faced off with a couple nights ago. Did, Did you, you ever just... make that intelligence plus resolve roll? Miles remembers the most. I think I I, 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 I recap of what I saw. And I, I saw... succeeded on the last one, but it was just by I, I had three successes. I think. Um. Churchill, it sounds like people are asking for a review of who was who was taken into custody and who was killed. Um, there was a female vampire, um, uh, a female kindred um, with black hair mm. dressed in black. Uh, and she was destroyed in the altercation with the day shift. Mm. Um, uh, another female kindred uh, who was described as a uh, white female blonde hair. TJ Cope's reading all of this off to you. Another, <laughs> yeah, there she is. Yeah, a another female kindred, uh, white female, blonde hair, you know, apparent age, uh, somewhere in her twenties. Uh, she was spotted, and she made off on one of the motorcycles, uh, and actually managed to elude uh, the police. But I mean, uh, Churchill says that she probably burned up in the sun they're still looking for the bike but i mean how far could she have gotten and uh jake costa they have jake costa the little boy in the photograph they've got him but he's not downstairs buddy. he's downstairs right well, now jake costa is no okay. nobody all right i would like to question jake costa before we go out there yeah are we allowed to say a little something to the man yeah, I suppose that would be appropriate. I mean, we're handing the investigation over to you. See if you spot anything that mortal policemen missed. Um, and so they take you down to the sub basement and in there, um, tied up to it in a chair is a man in his fifties, balding gal paunch. He's still in his, uh, mechanics, uh, you know, uh, dungarees. Uh, and he looks at you with utter contempt in his eyes as you enter. Uh, we wait for Jackson to leave. So it's just us four to close the door. 
All right. <clears throat> Jackson leaves, shuts the door. Mr. Costner, do you want to do this the easy way or the hard way? Do what? You want to play dumb or you want to... Okay, fine, the hard way. And I crack him in the face. Okay. She's like, Jesus, because I don't even know who the fuck this guy is still, right? <laughs> I don't really either. <laughs> he looks up at Miles and he goes, I understand what you're trying to communicate, you know, but I yearn to die. From my master. Well, that can be arranged, but before you do, please, we just want to know who exactly you work for and really what are you guys all about? Because you're not anarchists, that's for damn sure. And I know everything about vampire hierarchy. But he knows things about death. You'll never understand. I hope I don't find out, to be honest, buddy. But he is death. What the Take f- me back to him. Can I, um, since I did have a fresh uh, vodka tonic, could yeah. I compel him to tell us who Buddy is? Um, Rather than speaking yeah, a metaphor, you, you what does can, that mean? Yeah. Yeah, okay. go ahead and give me a charisma and then add the pip for, uh, you know, uh, you're, you're kind of like loading up a shot of the compel and then you're making people tell you. So anytime Jen can interrogate somebody, she has to sit there swigging vodka and blood. <laughs> um, uh, but Jen, you yes, take that shot Miles is about to give him another crack. Success. Oh, great. OK, so you're like, tell us who Buddy is, right? That's your question. Yeah. He goes, my friend and my master. And I learned the secrets of life and death, and he shared them with me. And he let me serve him. And you are vermin compared to him. I'm assuming. Return me to him. I'm assuming this guy's not a vamp or is a ghoul, or can we? He's a ghoul. He's a ghoulman. All right. And he is very, he seems to be very loyal. The blood bond is strong with this one. Mm hmm. What if, uh, what if maybe I, uh, and I, I sort of gestured to Curtis to, to hand me his knife on his pocket or something, whatever he's got his knife. What if, uh, he maybe can have a little bit of a substitute instead? What if instead of Buddy's blood, I give myself a prick in the wrist as Adelaide has done many times to me? There's, uh, another type of blood he can have. Because I know you're hungry. Hell, we all are. It never goes away, doesn't it? I don't want that garbage. Are you sure? I I take a little bit and I put it right on his chin. (laughs) (laughs) You don't want any of it. Wow. Um, Give me a... Hey, manipulation <laughs> plus subterfuge roll. Add two dice to it. Okay. 
three successes. Please. <laughs> I need it. <laughs> I know you do. I know you do. And you can get a whole lot more straight from the source if you just act nice and have a little talk with me and my associates here. I don't know what happened to them. I don't know what happened to the rest of them. They got me first because I was out in the showroom. It was cops. It was the middle of the day. I think I saw someone escape on a bike with a fucking tarp over their head. I don't know who that was. Can I? What do you want to know? Just. I I just want to know who's. Who the hell this buddy character is? What's he all about? I mean, hell, it's not just you. He had a whole gang of you. So he's not just nobody. That's for sure. Yeah. (laughs) I told you. Buddy is death. He's death incarnate. He was my friend once. Long time ago. Right here in Pittsburgh, we used to kick cans down the street. (laughs) But he went away. The big one went away to Europe. He was there a long time, even after the war ended. He didn't find me. Until much later, after I'd gotten old and fat, and I was drinking myself to death. Where is he headed now? I don't know. There's a there's another haven in Philly, and there's another haven in uh, in, in New York. He could beat either one, or he, he, I, I don't know what happened to him. I don't know what happened during the raid. Was he telling the truth about being an independent? Yes. He hates the Anarchs. They, they, they've been fucking up our business. <laughs> what exactly is your business? We keep girls. We keep girls and we keep young men. And uh, and sometimes, you know, uh, uh, someone who isn't in with the Camarilla comes into town and they can't go to one of your little blood bars, you know, and they're not going to fucking beg for it. We're not going to beg you. Okay, so we make an arrangement with them. How did they you give us money hidden? and we give them these what? people to do whatever they want with them? Jesus Christ, you make me sick. <laughs> I step back. Someone else fueled this fucking monster. It's fucked How up, you... Oh, I'm the monster. I'm the monster. <laughs> You wait till Buddy finds you. Then you'll know what a monster looks like. You wait. He's been around a long time. And it's going to take better than you three to take him down. How how did he do it? How did he stay hidden? We've been quiet. We've been so quiet. But fucking Stu was a mistake from the fucking start. I told him. But buddy, you know, he had an arrangement with the heathens. And then one night, the old man and the heathens, the top guy, he comes with his son. He'd been in 
accident. He was all cut up. Before that, he stayed away from us. He only did jobs for us when we made him. But when his son was on death's door, then suddenly he wanted a nobody. And, and, and Buddy helped him out. Buddy had a feeling about the kid. He brought him over to the other side. You know, I never wanted the gift. He, he offered it to me, but I didn't want it. No. I know. It's a burden. I understood that. <laughs> Stu, he, he never appreciated it. He, he, he was sloppy. And now look. Everything we built torn down by three. <laughs> you fucking... <laughs> what even are you three? <laughs> You're a joke. I'm retired. <laughs> I'm a joke. Any jokes? <laughs> I just, uh, um, kind of just like, um, walk up and, uh, and just, uh, gr- gr- is there even any hair on his head? There's just, a little bit. Yeah. He's got wisps. And I just like pull his ha- head, head back. <laughs> I don't hear anybody laughing. In fact, did it feel good? Having a little human, human bar for out of towners. You think you were doing something so noble? You're just a fucking club owner. <laughs> and I sink my teeth into his neck. Uh, oh, uh, oh, just okay. a little bit, just a little bit. <laughs> All right, I'm um, hungry. <laughs> Churchill opens the door and it's like, Get the fuck off him. Oh, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. Just want to taste. Um, your hunger has gone down by one, Curtis. Okay, well, that was very illuminating. Yeah, I thought so. Are you three ready to go take a look at the site? Yeah. Uh, as we walk to the garage, though, I ask, what the hell are the heathens? That was the biker gang you guys took out. Mm-hmm. So, um, no, it's, it's no problem. There's a lot of NPCs and, and things floating about. So just to make sure everybody understood uh, the backstory, um, the, the heathens were working for Buddy for a long time. Stu was the, uh, a regular biker gang member, the son of the leader of the heathens. He was in an accident one night, and uh, Russ took him to Buddy, and Buddy saved him by making him immortal. But Stu was always the prodigal of not only the heathens, but also of this coterie he had joined. And, uh, you know, he, he, you know, Churchill's like, he was sloppy. He was poaching in other people's territories. If they had access to all that blood, his behavior was insane. It must have been a thrill or something. Yeah, well. Scope is like very, very effective interrogation techniques, you guys. Very effective. Thanks. Thanks yeah. So let's do this, right, team? Yeah, I'll drive. Before we go, I turn to Churchill and like, so we're just looking for evidence that mortals wouldn't know. Got any? Got anything specific we should be looking for? Signs, symbols. 
coffins. There's going to be something the cops missed, something that means something to Kindred. I have a feeling. This is your chance to redeem yourselves. I hope you find something. And now, uh, TJ's car uh, heads out into the night with three of you in it and Ruby. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, his car is, you know, it's like a, it's a Corolla. Um, That's a fine car. Yeah, it's nice. It's, you know, it's, it gets uh, good mileage. Going electric, but it's fine. Well, it, you know, it's it's, Pittsburgh. it's okay. <laughs> um, it takes about a half hour to get out to McKeesport, and uh, when you are looking down that driveway again, chills go up your spine. Um, I, I say, like, you ever go? Hey, uh, Miles, you ever go hunting? Uh. I'm from Pittsburgh. We don't get too much time. I've gone fishing before. Yeah. My uncle took me hunting once to bring a dog out. This was nice about dogs. You can just send them out to flush out the things that you want to kill. Why is it I got the feeling that I'm a dog right now? Uh, TJ Cope turns on a flashlight and is like, what do you mean? Um, I get my pistol and. <laughs> Can I do like an, a hyper aware, like a listen or something to get the environment? Yeah, I think you brought, you know, you brought some of the blood that, uh, you know, that kind of helps you with these things, Jen. So I think that uh, with all of that, like, you know, you just keep like swinging this stuff. I can go ahead and let you take down another point of hunger. That'll take you to two, right? I'll take me to one. Oh, I think that's okay. Um, and um, you uh, you definitely have have loaded uh, what you know to be like kind of that heightened awareness into your chamber. So let me know when you want it to go off. I think I'd like to do it now to see if I can tell if there's any signs of a trap or if I can sense that there's anyone else around. Um, right. So, um, yeah, suddenly like every uh bug in the trees you know every kind of little bit of breeze moving the limbs and the branches like it suddenly like all registers with you you feel like really hyper aware of everything around you you uh you you don't see anything that you don't hear footsteps um you don't hear breathing anywhere uh, but I'll let this, you know, this scene is continuing. So I'll let this kind of hyper awareness extend for a while. So okay. let me know. Let me know um, if if uh, you see an opportunity to use it. Um, you come down the driveway and uh, TJ like looks at all of you and he's like, uh, you guys have got to see what they had in the basement of this house. And he starts walking up toward the house. But you guys don't have to obey his orders. He's a ghoul. Um, you can do whatever you would like to do. So let me know where you would like to look around. Hmm. I mean, you told us, Miles, that there's a room in here where they got the whole place rigged up to cameras. Yeah. I want to go there. Great. Um, you guys head toward the showroom and the the lot. Uh, and um, you can now see that uh, crime scene tape's been kind of 
wrapped around some things. Um, there is a, a big shattered window. The, the showroom window has been shattered. Um, and uh, there are signs of, uh, you know, kind of a prolonged gunfight here. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, as you approach, uh, you can find your way in, into the showroom and up into those offices. Is that where you'd still like to go? Okay. Yeah. Um, I think that that's where you said you we want to go to that security room. So you go up into there uh, and TJ's kind of following you. He's like, where are you guys going? Um, and then you get up there and, you know, it's that little room in the back of that little office they had over the showroom. And uh, there are all those monitors and things. I turn around and just look at TJ and sort of make a barrier between him and them so that if they want to snoop around, they can do it without TJ. And I just sort of look at him. Um, for his part, he is kind of like, like keeping his head on a swivel a little bit. Like he's trying to play it cool, but like his like little comment where he's like, "What are you talking about?" Like he is may he is maybe uh, not a great actor. Can I use my hyper awareness right now to see if there's anything in this room or immediately around us that we need to be worried about? Um, in this room, um, uh, no. Again, you're 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 not hearing any kind of like. Anything beyond like bugs and, and the, the the little little creatures that live out in the woods, like which is kind of wild that you can hear them even when you're standing in this room. And you're also detecting like the buzz of these like electronics, like the power strip is still plugged in and you're getting that from it. Like and when you want to, you can kind of almost cycle between the channels in your perception and hear every little thing. Um, you also have a little bit of a vodka buzz. <laughs> <laughs> Um, are there computers hooked up to these security feeds or anything? Is there, is it just cameras set up or is there any? Yeah. Sort of- the cops haven't dismantled Over. any of this yet. They had, they had no reason to, it looks like there were um, some shelves that miles, you remember there being some stuff on and now those shelves are kind of empty. But as far as you can tell, if you start messing with the security stuff, um, you can click it all on. I'd like to do that, and I'd kind of like to cycle back through. Is this? I want to see if this is the type of thing where they erase and re-record over their security footage, or if there's mm-hmm. anything relevant or interesting that I could see. Right. Um, give me Using my a, tech business. Yeah, wits plus technology. I think. Uh, it's so nice having only one hunger. That never happens to me anymore. Uh, to success. Great. Um, yeah, it looks like th- th- uh, someone has erased some pretty recent files. Um, so you're unable to find video of you guys at the garage. Uh, and you are you don't see, uh, you know, the footage of the raid either. There's just kind of like a hole there. In fact, it looks like the cameras were shut off around the time of the the raid uh like there's no footage after two o'clock this afternoon um so um but you know uh, if you go back into the footage a little ways uh i'll allow this with the two successes you are able to kind of count uh uh instances where Stu moved in and out of the building pasta over and over again there were daytime mechanics who worked here uh who knows what they they knew uh, they could be interesting leads, possibly. And then uh, if the cops aren't following up with them and then they're um, 
you know, uh, in one instance, you see uh, the dark figure of Buddy moving across the lawn of the house. Uh, and uh, he is, you know, a man in a uh, button-up shirt, khakis, suspenders, and his face is never quite visible. Can I pause it and look at Curtis and go, is that him? That's him. Is that what he looked like on the night? All I remember is how much I don't remember about his face. There's something wrong with it. It, it doesn't stick in your eyes or your mind. I'm guessing I can't do a computer enhanced type of thing or anything like that. <laughs> I'm afraid not. It's okay. not that kind of, but you could kind of keep keep trolling through the footage. You've only done a little bit right now. Would you like to keep going or would you like to move on to other things? I would like to. Folks don't have to stay with me if they don't want to, but I would like to keep looking through. Okay. Um, I'm not going to make you make another uh, role, but I'm going to say that, you know, um, some more time uh, is going to pass for Jen as she works on this. So you gentlemen um, could stick with her and kind of keep watch over her, or you could kind of go look at the rest of the complex. I say to this fellow, why don't you show me uh, what's downstairs? It's so important. And, uh, and, as I, and as they go out, I turn to Jen and I'm like, if you see anything coming at us or untoward on those cameras, flick those lights on and off. Okay. Um, TJ uh, takes you into the house, uh, and it's like it's like an old farmhouse, um, but you can see the living room is like all kind of messy and there's like bongs and there's like an xbox one and like it just looks like a bunch of like uh i don't know uh layabouts live here um uh there's like clothes and like gross pizza boxes out and then he takes you back uh past a staircase back into past a closet into a kitchen and that kitchen has a door leading down to a root cellar and he's like <laughs> go ahead down check it out you first after you bud hmm. oh right yeah of course um he heads down into uh the cellar uh and once he gets down there he's like you're not gonna believe this like when i saw this like <laughs> i nearly lost my shit uh, and he takes uh, this pair of hedge clippers that's on the wall and he turns it and then this like little kind of door opens in the side of this uh, old cellar, which mostly looks like a regular basement. Uh, all right. Come on back. Yeah, the day shift guys found all of this stuff. They were going out of their heads, man. I mean, this was like a really fun hunt for them. <laughs> Those guys are crazy. <laughs> um, he takes you back. And you see that you're in like this very thin hallway right now. It's not a hallway. It's like a crawl space between the house and it leads to this huge kind of a blast door. And you see uh, TJ like points up at like the top of the door and you see that it's like an old bomb shelter and he opens the door and he points his uh, flashlight into this old bomb shelter and he's like, there's a generator over here. We can probably get the power back on. Walks over and he starts fiddling with that. Um, in this old bomb shelter, you are looking at um, uh, just a, a hallway with uh, two 
doors and it's barely a hallway. It's like a, it's a shelter. So it's just like kind of like a room, two doors leading. And then there's like a kind of, you can go around the corner to the left uh, at, at the end of the room. You can go around the corner. You guys go into all these rooms, thorough search. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they, they found uh, one of the lady vamps down here. Oof. She did not go down without a fight. I can tell you that. <laughs> they caught her sleeping, though. You have to catch them like that, you know. If you don't, you're it's, it's over for you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, uh, what's the same we're supposed to say? What's so special out here? Well, I, I don't know. I mean, Churchill said this was your chance to redeem yourself, find a clue. Something that leads us to the Anarchs. Uh, uh, okay, the, the thing that he wanted to show us was this shelter. Right, I mean, uh, we think this was their common room. He points to the first door on the right. He goes, uh, and we think this one over here belonged to uh, a barfly. He points to the second door on the right. And he goes, and back around the corner, well, that's where the daddy lived. <laughs> and you didn't find him? Yeah, we need to find him. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna go to the to Daddy's room first. Um, absolutely. Um, so um, so here's what you see, Jen Brown, while you're going through all of the footage. Um, Jen Brown, you're looking through all the footage, and uh, first thing you see, um, these young people like who are kind of scantily clad, or they're like in like crop tops and like tank tops and like short shorts. And like routinely, like on on a couple nights, they're moved out to a big SUV and driven away. And then before dawn, SUV comes pulling back up. And sometimes they're pulled out of the SUV completely like unconscious and dragged back up into the house. Um, and at least one time you see a young woman go out. But when the SUV comes back, she doesn't come back. Um, you also see uh, at one point uh, there's just footage of Costa and he's out back in that junkyard and he's just stuffing a foot into a burning barrel. He's just like <laughs> stuffing body parts down into a burning barrel. Uh, and then uh, the next thing you see at one point is you're watching the video footage and you see us you are like, oh, that's one of the coterie. And you stop and it's Alice, the blonde-headed, uh, waifish kind of kindred, uh, and she's just staring directly into your eyes, just looking right at you, like she can see you through the camera. I'm going to move a little bit like this. Does she follow she my She turns movement? and walks okay. along. <laughs> now, it's just footage. Everything's okay. She, that was, you looked, you checked the date. It's like weeks ago. Meanwhile, um, Curtis and, uh, Curtis and, uh, Miles want to go back to Daddy Vamp's room. Is that right? Yeah. Um, okay. So, um, he goes, oh, hey, get a load of this. And he opens the door to, uh, uh the big, uh, huge chamber. Um, and inside this chamber, the first thing you notice are two coffins, uh, literal coffins sitting side by side. Um, 
You also notice that uh, there's like sort of this like office area uh, with like, you know, bookshelves and uh, old out of date computers and like a lot of like file folders and stuff like that. And he goes, uh, cops carted off, you know, some of the interesting stuff. And we think this guy was, you know, running prostitution. Uh, he had his hand in drug trade and kills for hire. Yeah. I mean, I gave these guys a gift. I mean, they're going to be the heroes of the department for like a decade. <laughs> You're a saint. Yeah. All um, right. Snoop, Snoopy Town. Snoop. Beyond the coffins, there's kind of this area with like two like really comfortable looking, very elegant chairs and kind of like an elegant tea service kind of area. Uh, where two people might have sat and discussed things. Um, but now the chairs are empty. Can we open the, open the coffins? You can. Do we see anything of note inside? Why don't you give me a investigation roll? Okay, though. A wits plus investigation roll. Oh, yeah. That's more like it. Oh. And Jen, I, it is worth mentioning that your security footage doesn't cover this area of the compound that they are in currently. Um, uh -huh. They didn't put cameras in their haven, obviously. Right. That's, okay. That's five successes. Oh, nice. That's really good, Curtis. So um, I, I, it's not surprising the cops didn't find this. You get down, uh, you, you feel you just happen to put your hand on a certain part of the inside of the coffin where there's kind of like, you know, fabric, the way they kind of hang it inside the coffin. And you, your hand kind of slides down and you feel something under all of that. And pulling away the fabric, you see a keypad. You got to. There's some kind of safer door in here. Um, what? I'm gonna... <laughs> Wait, were you telling that just to me or to everybody? I'm, I'm trying to tell. I'm trying to tell that to Miles. Okay, you know what? Let's see if TJ hears you, and you can give me a. Um, uh, you can give me a. Well, we're whispering again. Stamina plus subterfuge. <laughs> Stamina. Roll your whisper skill. <laughs> Roll for quiet. <laughs> This is a library. Roll for quiet. Library Traveler. The game. Uh, now you. Total, Andy, fail. total failure. Total so failure. Cope is Three like. Miles, there's a door here. Yeah. <laughs> I think that what it is, you just go, what the fuck? Like you just say something like that and then Cope's like, what? And he points and I, his. Uh, Holy shit. They missed this. <laughs> you motherfuckers really did find something. I'd say that this would be something uh, notable to the kindred. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's like a keypad lock. Should we, should we, and he hits power on it and the little digital display kind of comes on. Kinda whoa, 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 whoa. I say, you got a way of getting in touch with Churchill right now? Yeah, of course. Yeah. 
He pulls uh, out a cell phone. He's like, I'm allowed to have one. It's like a privilege that they give certain people. Um, wow. These motherfuckers. Yeah, all okay. right. All right. Uh, let me just, uh, I have to go upstairs because it's, uh, there's no reception down here. Hold on. Uh, and he um, heads upstairs. Do we uh, have any other light source? Did he turn on that generator? Um, he he hasn't yet, actually. So if you want, he'll throw the flashlight back to you. I'll take um, it. Yeah. And um, you can tell me if you want to we'll just wait for him. You're just, yeah. you're just uh, notifying Churchill that this is here. Yeah, because I want I want to know if this if this qualifies as a thing. Is it? mission concluded get people who get vampires who know how to deal with this sort of thing in or is this cleanup crew territory um you um can make wits plus perception rolls right now tj has moved off he's he's gone upstairs to go and uh what's do i still have that photo yeah you do uh well you you, you don't have it actually they took it from you they searched everything but you would remember what was on it if you need to remember oh, something back this session you had said that there were two names and a date mm-hmm. i don't remember the date but something something 32 1937 1937 but was it was just the year um yeah all right well i i don't see perception is there, is there a because that's not a skill i keep yeah. going back to <laughs> old white wolf what a, awareness my friend awareness, i apologize Chris. wits plus awareness mm-hmm or was um, it yeah what's that or was it intelligence not wits wits cool i mean i'd like to punch in 1937 onto the hell yeah yeah miles when you do that suddenly you hear like and um the, oh, the, there's a rug on the floor like a little ways away and suddenly there's like a big kind of like thing sticking up from the rug uh, I got two successes on that roll. Uh, and that's when you hear inside, uh, underneath that rug from where it's kind of popped up a bit, you hear like very quiet sobbing. Go and take the rug out. Um, there is a kind of an automated trap door and you can hear someone crying down below. We don't know it it is now and then with your flashlight let's creep on down into the no country for old men fucking eating chamber you're looking you're looking the road the road Mm -hmm. yeah and what you're looking at is literally that like you can see the remains of food and human detritus and a place where someone's put claw marks all over the cement walls and then Finally, your light lands on uh, a young uh, woman uh, who is like kind of bleeding and emaciated uh, and her fingers are bloody. And she's like, don't let him hurt me anymore. Oh, no. It's okay. Please. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Take my coat off. Give it to her. You're going to be fine. You're going to be fine now. I, if she's changed or anything, I am free now. A black form moves out of the shadows behind you. Who sees it? Both of us? 
Maybe neither of you because it is black on black on well, black. What can we roll? What can we roll? It's so roll? dark down here. Wits plus awareness, but you're gonna have to. Uh, you're gonna have to beat his his powers. Is uh, this anything that would have popped up on a hyper awareness type of thing for Jen? Oh, very interesting. Wits plus awareness, Jen. Um, okay. And you can add a pip for your hyper awareness. You can add a die. Uh, and you have to get a lot of successes to hear any of this happening way okay. down in the uh, way down in the depths of the house. Also, um, is the pre this other presence the kind of thing that a dog would begin to react to? That's a very good point. Yes. Um, yes. All of a sudden, Ruby starts barking like crazy. Okay. Oh, here we go. I got his. I got how many dice he has here. Would that change okay. my? I got two. But if I'm hearing Ruby barking. Would that change anything? Um, I think that two is enough for you to pick up on uh, something, Jen. Okay. You hear Cope downstairs outside going, yeah, we found something. Yeah, it might be big. Yeah, in the basement. Like he's like talking uh -huh. to somebody. So that lets you know that there's been a discovery. Your hyper uh, senses were needed to pick up on that. Uh, how, do many, how many uh, success? You know something's wrong, guys. Because mm -hmm. Ruby has started barking. I, um, my flashlight goes to where she's okay. looking. Two successes. Okay. Um, two successes on that uh, wits awareness roll. This is where you realize that you're kind of really worried. Is you, um, your flashlight goes directly to where she's barking. And it hits just a wall of black. Of pure black on black like. It's like the, the light goes and then is swallowed up. And um, and here's what happens next. Um, uh, there's about to be... Uh, you guys, that's enough for you to go, oh, shit, something uh, weird and horrible is happening. What do you want to do? What's your intention this round? I mean, I think I'm, I've gone in like pistol uh, flashlight. I think I want to okay. take, take a shot and get the get up and out. Okay, and Miles, what are you going to do? Or maybe cover Miles' retreat. I pick up the girl and maybe get out of here, I guess. Okay. Um, Can I say and, that and when it, I hear uh, the detective that I start heading to where they were? I think that's very fair. Um, so all of these things are going to happen, and so is this. Um, let me see. He activates... Empiric destruction. <laughs> the empiric destruction level seven. Go. Um, cloud. So Curtis, go ahead and make your fire roll. Miles, uh, I think no roll necessary because Curtis is covering your escape. And is it um, just straight up firearms? It's going to be uh, dex plus firearms, but because of the nature of the darkness here, I'm going to rule that you need like you know, at least three successes to have hit this guy. Oh, two. Ah. Um, your gun goes off. Bang, bang, bang. Uh, and that's when um, all of a sudden um, these like tendrils of blackness start to wrap around you and grab your arms and they're slithering around your throat and they're constricting on you. And suddenly, from out of the blackness, a pale white face starts to emerge. The face of Buddy. 
a smiling, happy man, a man that the world is going his way and he's going to show you the light and it's moving directly toward you. Um, I will say that it is completely white and there are veins of blackness moving through it. Um, Jen, you have got, I mean, you're like running like crazy, but like, uh, you know, you don't quite know that they're in danger yet. You're just kind of running to kind of go see what their, their discovery is. Um, and, uh, I'm going to say that you've kind of made it, let's say, to the bottom of the stairs at the end of that round. New round. Curtis, what would you like to do? I would like to command Ruby to tear this face to smithereens. Okay, great. Um, uh, no, uh, I think no role necessary for that. Ruby is your familus, and uh, she is ready to do what she can. Miles, um, you've got the girl like halfway up the stairs. What would you like to do now? Can I just like like hoist her up, like get her up there. Cause I'm not absolutely. And with your, with your potence, that's no problem for you. You're like able to hoist her up very easily and out. And when she hits the ground, you can see that she's like trying to crawl out of there. Um, and, um, I assume that Jen Brown, you're still running toward the, uh, you're going to run toward the, uh, the basement this round yeah. as well. So yeah. we just have to deal with Curtis's role, uh, to, no, we're going to deal with Ruby's role. Ruby's going to attack because I'm going to tell you what Buddy is going to do. Suddenly, his white hand emerges from the darkness, and he's reaching toward your face, Curtis. Uh, and um, here comes Ruby. Like she's got a hold of his hand, like, and she's like biting into it, and you can tell that she's like trying to bite his fingers off. Um, that was just a mental command. If you want to do something else, Curtis, you can do it. But you are caught in these like tendrils of blackness. What do you want to do? And it's around each arm and around my neck? That's right. Okay. Uh, um, and, and Ruby's got him, his tearing fingers off. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to see if I can kick off of the ground and... and, and, and Get and, free? and kick him get free wrench myself free oh you do you want to attack him or do you want to just like get free i want to see if i can wrench myself free i guess okay give me a strength roll and you can add brawl to it as well uh, and i know how many successes you need to get um four successes Ooh. my friend ruby gave it like must have made his concentration break for a second because you just kind of twist in a certain way and like the blackness like starts to rip away from you and it like takes skin and a little bit of bone with it. But like you come free and like your vitae is dripping out a little bit. But next round, you can do something else. So let me know what everybody's going to do this round. I can tell you that um, uh, Buddy is kind of dealing with Ruby attacking him right now. So Curtis, what are you going to do this round? Oh, Jen Brown, I'm sorry. You have now like come. You've now made it to like the driveway of the car lot. Okay. Um. So Curtis, what are you going to do this round? Me? Uh, I want to. I want to run up the. See if I can run up the stairs. Escape, Miles. You just dropped the girl upstairs and turned back around to help Curtis. Um. You now see him wrench free of this stuff. What are you going to do? <laughs> okay. If you're if you're running. Uh, someone ever, someone ever, someone ever get a steak? <laughs> yeah, I know. They took all my steaks. 
Uh, what like a to... mistake. <laughs> <laughs> right now, but he's being attacked by the dog. He's being attacked by the dog. Who knows how long that will be, you know, that will, uh, that will hold him off. And is there anything down here? Like a, a um, there's all kinds of stuff, but like it, it appears to have been a prison cell, so nothing like that could be useful as a weapon, unless you wanted to use your incredible strength to try to kind of pull one of these like wooden beams off the wall or something. Yeah, I'd like to. Okay, give me a strength plus technology roll, because uh, you're used to how carpentry works. To kind of rip free like part of the structure of this like little crawl space prison mm-hmm. cell they had built down here. What um, you gotta do is identify a load bearing beam. And <laughs> you should add your dot of potence to this roll. Remember to do that. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, anytime I ask for a strength roll from Miles, he can add his potence dots to that roll. Um, and uh so Curtis is going to do his thing. Okay, Miles is doing his thing. Jen is still running. So let's see how what Buddy does here. Um, oh, this is okay. Here, here, I'm, I'm going to tell you what happens here in just a second. Ruby, uh-huh. that's so many days. Come on, little guy. Okay. Um. Yeah. Wait. he's trying to like do something to her like he's like trying to grab her head and like kind of you know there's like tendrils of blackness coming out from it she keeps like sliding under him and now she's like up at his throat (laughs) um and now miles your two successes are just enough to kind of pop it off a little bit but you don't fully have like one of the joints off yet and um curtis you have run up uh, a little bit up the stairway um jen brown you have now crossed into the lawn of the house you are now in the lawn of the house okay um and cope uh, let's see if cope notices what's going on or if he stays on his cell phone Cope is yelling loudly into his cell phone and doesn't even see Jen Brown run past him. Um, now, I'll be home in an hour, Mom. What a it's moron. a new round. Curtis, what would you like to do? I'd like to get to the top of the stairs if I can. Or the, the, okay, to, that the should entrance. be no problem. More than no problem for you. In fact, if you'd want, you could get all the way to the doorway to this room this round. Do you want to do that? What I'd like to do is get to the automated door of the that opened up, that opened the passage. Yeah, okay, great. Um, yeah, um, that, that's no problem. So you get over to the coffins. You can't like, you know, uh, control the door yet, but you get over to the coffins. Um, and Miles, what are or you're about to? Miles, what do you want to do this round? Keep pulling the thing off the wall. Yeah, let's get it. Let's get her done, man. Okay, Miles is going to keep pulling the thing off the wall. Jen Brown, you're going to keep running. Uh, Miles, I think I need a roll from you. I need a strength plus potence plus technology roll for. <laughs> Um, the you rip one of the joists of this like crawl space off the wall and you're now holding a sharp splintery piece <laughs> of wood <Ooh. laughs> oh. Um. Uh. oh buddy <laughs> you know what you forgot to do don't you 
you forgot to get pink. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to jab or jam him with it. Right? Okay, next round, you're going to be able to do that right now. He's still fighting with the dog. Let's see how he's doing versus the dog. Here we go. Okay. All right. Hold on. Now, Ruby. She's trying to rip his throat out. I can't believe what's going on here. (laughs) Ruby, like, comes down off of Buddy and, like, black blood is spilling from his throat. And now the full monster of the man becomes apparent. He bares his fangs. Uh, and his face looks like a, a skull, and he's just like, <sighs> um, and he still hasn't managed to grab her and send her to um, the the indefinite dog nap. Wow. So um, it's now yeah, a new yeah. round. Uh, Curtis, you are. What is your intention to do this round? I, I need to be clear about kind of the everybody's position. Yeah, Miles is still down there, mm-hmm. ready to stab. Okay. Mm-hmm. I just want to ready. Um, did, did Ruby get thrown off of him though? She um, just came off of him with the. She came off of him kind of on purpose. She she connected with her attack and did damage to him, pulling like his throat open with her jaws. And from my vantage point, can I see my Miles now armed with this ripped off? No. Beam? From your vantage point, you're like up at the coffins. You're a little ways across the room. Okay, I, I just you say, can't see it. Both, both, both to Miles and to Ruby. I'm just, I just say, uh, we gotta go. <laughs> Try to command Ruby to get up. I, I, my, from my perspective, I just want to seal him back in there. Okay. Um, so you say that you're going to say that miles, you're going to try to stabby stab Jen Brown. You will get it running. You'll get to like the doorway of the house on this round. Um, so, um, here we go. My, uh, miles for you to, uh, well, Curtis's thing happens first. He's just yelling. So he's like, we gotta go. And I'm going to rule that Ruby stops fighting with, uh, uh, buddy and turns around and starts up the stairs Mm-hmm. Uh, Miles, it, you have to make a combat staking roll. You're making a called shot that's a negative two penalty, and you <laughs> must inflict five points or more of damage before uh, the stake will go in. It's going to be really tough. Um, but How do you calculate damage. Um, I well, it's he's going to try to defend or he's going to fight against you, and however many successes you get more than him. That goes across as uh, damage, um, and I will. I, here's here's the other thing I think that you should do is you should probably kind of um, rouse your blood to kind of give you maybe even some more uh, some more oomph. I think that you can do that. Arouse. Okay, give me a rouse roll. Okay. Success. Excellent. Okay, so I, I think that uh, by doing that, you can kind of like pump a little bit of more uh, strength into your bones. So I'm going to give you an extra die uh, and add your potence die. So you have potence. You got this extra uh, die of uh, strength from, you know, your your roused blood. And then you can also roll your strength plus melee. Okay. Come on, Miles. And Buddy's coming at you with an attack. Let's see here. Uh, is that going to show? No. 
Okay. How'd you do? Okay, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna for a felon right now. For a felon. Can I use willpowers to do something? Yes. So any dice that failed that were not hunger dice, which I don't think you have any hunger dice right now because you took your sip from Adelaide's wrist. Yeah. Um, any dice that didn't get a success, you may re-roll by spending a willpower. One willpower per dice or one willpower to roll? All one willpower and you can re-roll all the failed dice. Okay. How many successes did you get? Oh, I'm I sorry. Got- up to three. Up to three. Not all of them. Up to three. Okay, well, I got two, so I'm definitely going to do that. Okay. And do I just... That's what I'm doing? Oh, and then only one success there. Okay, so I think my total is three. Oh, no. Your total is three. Unfortunately, (laughs) his total is three as well. And so um, you guys kind of... You guys kind of don't connect. Like, your, uh, your stake goes into this, like, writhing mass of darkness... Um, he does he misses like trying to grapple with you though. Like you're both like struggling down in this basement and dark is billowing around you and over you. And now I'm going to rule that if Jen Brown keeps running, she will get into the kitchen this round. Curtis, um, your dog will reach you this round. What would you, what are you going to do this round? I want to get a vantage point down in the hole. Cause I can see that, that, uh, miles, I perceive that miles is in trouble. Can I, can I, do, can I see into it from the lip or do I have to descend stairs to see the, the battle? Yeah, you can, you can see into it from the lip, but because of the weird kind of dark effects of, uh, of buddy, it's going to be tough to like, you know, shoot him down there, but, but you would give it a shot. Exposed, ex- is a received consumed. You could do a called shot maybe, or something like that. If part of yeah. him is exposed. Okay. Just, so you move over there. With your gun and you're like, you're going to make a shot and miles. What are you going to do this round? <laughs> well, I'm in it now. I'm going to try to stab him again. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. Great. And he uh, looks like he's going to continue to try to grapple with you. So um, let's all roll. Jen Brown, you get to the kitchen. Curtis, you can make your shot. It is a, and by the way, Buddy's face is visible. The whiteness of his face is visible for a moment over the like roiling shadows. And you can make a uh, shot, but it's a smaller target than a full man. So you get a negative two to your dex plus firearms roll. Okay. Okay. And Buddy is going to attempt to grapple with Miles. And Miles, you're going to make your called shot again, your called shot attack again. And I think, I think. That extra strength that you have is still uh, applicable. So make the same roll you made last time. Better. Okay, four successes. And I would like to use a willpower again. Okay, go for it. One additional success. That's five. Um, Is it five, really? I got five successes total, yes. Oh, my God. God. Are you serious? Because he... Oh, wait, but... He, he, they get subtracted from his successes. He got two because he decided to attack you. So um, again, it's like sort of yeah. It's still like it's like. Yeah, you're trying to slide it in, but he's not letting. You. Uh, and uh, Curtis, how'd you do? Um, I kind of want. I want to use a willpower roll too. Uh, okay. Okay. Um, so here we go. I'm gonna kill that man. Buddy, you're dead. Buddy, you're mine. <laughs> okay, so I got four minus two is two. Two successes. 
two successes. Uh, I'm going to roll that. Ultimately, that's just damage. You can't really dodge, uh, you know, a firearms roll. And so um, you 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 do it. You you put a bullet right into his skull, uh, and that's going to make him kind of like jump back for a second. Blood splatters up out of his head for a moment. And what does everybody want to do this round? Jen Brown, you're now going down the stairs into the cellar. Um, I am so sorry that you've been running for <laughs> okay. so many rounds. But in a way, it's exciting, isn't it? Oh, sure. Let me know if you if she says dialogue to herself as she's going through these various uh, scenarios. It's mostly um, Curtis, shit, shit, would, shit, 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 shit. Yeah, yeah, shit, shit, shit. <laughs> Curtis, what would you like to do? Um, I mean... I'm loath to, I see what's happening and I'm like, I want to, I want to shoot him again. But mm-hmm. I also, I mean, I, I kind of see, I want to help Miles by distracting this guy as much as possible. So I, w- I would love it if Ruby could re-enter the fray. Um, okay, great. Um, so you're going to send Ruby back in uh, with like a thought um, mm-hmm. and uh, hopefully, you know, she'll, she'll do some damage or do something. And you're going to uh, also try to shoot. I think that, I think commanding Ruby to attack, you know, like, like a little like when she's not already kind of when she's just been told move off might be actually an action. You might okay. have to. So do you want to send her in or do you want to fire? I'll, I'll send her in. OK, you're sending Ruby back in. Miles, what do you want to do this turn? <laughs> keep pushing. We're going to keep pushing. pushing with all your might. OK, Miles, yeah, like, because of uh, because of Curtis's like. Two successes, uh, mm-hmm. shooting him in the head. Uh, I think that I think that our friend Buddy is distracted for a moment. So I want you to add two dice to your uh, roll this time, and go ahead and make your roll. Happily, get back in. Okay, hold on. <laughs> That's five successes. I'm going to use another willpower. Hold on. I got willpower for days, baby. And that's additional two. That's seven successes. Okay. Um, um, So, uh, you know, one willpower allows three re-rolls. Did you spend like two willpower that turn or something like that? No, you said it was one willpower. You can roll three failed dice. You got it. Okay. So just making sure you understood and you weren't wasting your willpower. Okay, great. I just want to return now. I, you know, this time I think the the dog starts back down. The vampire is like trying to heal his head wound. He sees this dog coming at him, and then Miles is on top of him, and he and he and he rolls all of those successes, and he puts the stake all the way in to uh, Buddy's uh, body, and suddenly Buddy goes taut, and the shadows start to melt away and soon the the flashlight beam like suddenly hits the wall again because you're like at the top of the stairs curtis and suddenly you know the body of buddy is kind of slumped unmoving and ruby's just like (laughs) he looks like a young man of the 1940s with a conservative haircut does Jen Brown come in now? <laughs> yeah, she sure does. What? She sure does. You guys okay? What? I kind of look up from the from the from the uh, I, I I rise up from the little hole in the floor. I'm like, bring the car around. <laughs> I think we got a package to deliver. 
made a new friend. Should we say a buddy? <laughs> are we stopping there or are we continuing? Are we wrapping this up? That seemed like a really good ending line, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. well, <laughs> Look, Jen Brown, I'll do the endings around here. And that's where we'll end it today. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Thanks for listening. Keep up with our schedule and find out about all the cool things we have planned by following us on Twitter and Instagram at underscore stream of blood underscore. We're on Reddit at r forward slash stream of blood and join the stream of blood Facebook group. This podcast is produced by Andrew Struther, Brian Baldinger and Clinton trucks. I've been your storyteller, Jared Logan. And today's Pittsburgh fact, Michael Keaton, Jeff Goldblum, Demi Moore, and Christina Aguilera are all natives of the Pittsburgh area. Hey, that's a pretty famous town. <laughs>